Hey guys, welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season three and you already know we are talking defining moments and I could not have this conversation without inviting my friends to the party. But today I actually have my sister, like she's my actual sister <laughs> and it is Whitney Wood. I mean, the voice, oh, Whitney. Oh mm, my goodness, mm. my God. <laughs> no sis, I'm super excited to yeah, have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited i love this okay yeah. guys so me and whitney met during the pandemic yeah okay let me tell you how it went right we're recording <laughs> for church because we were all online in our houses My God. and <clears throat> i started recording her because she was leading worship and she just came out of nowhere and i started sending videos to my best friend like I don't know who this young lady Aww. is, but she is slaying <laughs> us, okay? She is taking us in. We all were laid out. It's just, I, I am honored when I get to worship, when mm. you are leading. It is just, it's like a little smile from heaven. I agree. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, like, and then getting to lead with you when you were preaching and, like, you came yes. and did community moments, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, 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 no matter where I go, my friends go with me. Yep. And so I went mm -hmm. to a church and I preached, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Hey, Wick, you come lead worship." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so Anne, um, she came to come alive yes. and lead worship at my very first oh conference. My gosh. Like, that was insane. No, it was. I'm so proud of you. It was crazy. I'm so proud. What of is? You. I don't know what life is right now. It's just Woo! whatever the Lord oh wants God. it to be. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, so we are talking defining moments. Yeah. And those are the things that we experience and encounter in life that mm -hmm. <sighs> they are a part of who we are. They're mm -hmm. maybe not the best journeys. They didn't bring us so much joy, mm -hmm. even though the Lord tells us to count it all joy. Oh they didn't bring us joy. And they Ooh. were tough in the moment. But yeah. when we can look back at it, we can go, man, I needed that. Or yeah. that is a huge part of me being the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind when you think of defining moments? Yeah, so I was praying last night because I was just like, Lord, I want to talk about what you want to talk about. <laughs> I don't, we were talking about this before. Like, I'm not just trying to say things yeah. to like sound good and cool. But I felt like I was like, you're in a season of a new perspective. And I was like, that's cute because that's what the podcast is called. So can we come up with something <laughs> you creative? You say, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and I think right now I'm living out like the fruit of some really good moments and some really not great choices of moments that I've made. Mm. And I think what I've been realizing, you know, in the past couple of years, so I navigated like about a decade's worth of chronic pain. Yeah. And in the last couple of years, I've walked out of that season of chronic pain into healing physically. And so, but what that has called me to do is now look at like, what was some of the sources of that mm -hmm. staying chronic? And I realized that I have been living with just like this immense amount of fear wow that i mean i even i've been calling it like an epidemic of fear in my life mm -hmm. and so i think now i'm seeing you know the beginning of the year i asked god like what is my you know verse of this year mm -hmm. um and it's in psalm where it says um teach me your ways that i may live according to your truth grant me purity of heart wow. and so i think he's like still i'm still in this defining moment and so it's using wisdom on like what is a scar i can talk about what's an open wound that needs to still yeah. stay with me and god mm -hmm. you know so it's understanding like how much I really have had to unravel this fear that I have agreed to and I've actually made covenant with yeah. and learning how to walk out now what it means to unattach to that and say, okay, God, what was your truth and what was what were you saying in all of this and what were you doing? Yeah. So it's been 
amazing and it's been painful i was weeping this morning like okay lord <laughs> um when are we gonna you know move on but yeah no i feel that yeah i'm, I'm interested to to know how have you been navigating walking that out and what is that how i also want to dive into reconciling leading people mm-hmm. in worship, mm-hmm. leading people to the feet of Jesus, yeah. leading people to the healer yeah. while managing a process of healing. Yeah, right. I think, so I've noticed that a lot of my fear has been like performance mentality, mm. this need to please people. I think this deep need to think that I need to please God. And so realizing that like what I'm doing, like I started leading worship and singing because I loved it. Yeah. And then over the years it became just like, oh my gosh, I I need to do it right. I need yeah. to make sure the glory falls while I go. Like I can't, I can't, it didn't become about love anymore. It mm-hmm. was all fear motivated. And wow. so I go to a therapist and one of the things she said is awareness precedes change. And so for me, it was becoming aware of that. And it was like going up to the attic and turning the light on and being like, oh my gosh, I have so much junk in here. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think I had a, a season of pouting and of Ooh, we love those. whining, right? <laughs> and just kind of like, what the heck? And then God was like, all right, just open one box. Take a box, open yeah. it, let's start, right? And so I think for me, a lot of it was the, like the people pleasing and just the, mm-hmm. I need people to think that I'm good. Yeah. So then when it came to worship leading, it wasn't, God, what do you want to say and what do you want to hear? It was what makes me look good. Oof. What makes me look good? What's going to make people, you know, scream and mm-hmm. shout? And mm-hmm. that was my barometer for if I was doing it right. Yeah. And so all the motivation of that was just so fear yeah. and shame and guilt based that I wasn't even seeing any of the rewards from it. Mm-hmm. So then I was just like, God, why am I doing this? Like, I feel like you're using me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's no space for me to actually be able to, like, enjoy the fruit of what I think you've called me to. Yeah. All I'm doing is sitting over here in the shame and the hurt and the pain, in the physical pain and the emotional pain, yeah. relational, emotional pain. Like, I'm drowning. So what's going on? Yeah. yeah. I just want to say thank you. Mm. For the honesty mm. of that. Yeah. Because a lot of us struggle with that. Yeah. Anybody who has a level of influence. Yeah. A level of platform. Mm-hmm. A level of leading people somewhere. Right. It is so easy to get lost and think that the weight is on you. Yeah. It's so, we could get caught in the rhythms mm-hmm. and forget that it's actually the spirit of God that empowers me to do anything. anything. And we yeah. can say that, right. but in the moment there is like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm even, I, this is a good conversation for me just mm-hmm. because I've been in a space where I'm recognizing that fear is stagnating me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. there is this like fear of not meeting people's expectations. And I don't even know what they are, even if people have expectations. Right. It's a thought that I've part. created on my own. Mm-hmm. Or a fear of it of failing, a yeah. fear of it yeah. not being good, a mm-hmm. fear of... And there are all these fears that I've created within my mind that mm-hmm. have absolutely nothing to do with pleasing God. Right, that part. So it's yeah. like the very thing he called me to do, mm-hmm. I've now made it about me. Mm-hmm. And now it's taking his glory. And yeah. it's putting a weight on myself to do something I don't actually have the capacity to do in my yeah. own strength. Yeah. And then it and then I'm like, 
oh, it sounds just like the strategy of the enemy, right? Because then I, I'm focused on me right. and what I can do and how I can show up, right. which means I'm not relying on the spirit of God, which means his actual intention for this moment mm -hmm. isn't met because he's not a part of it anymore. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And it's interesting because I think we all, you know, when we talk about like, you know, the enemy works to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. Yes. I think oftentimes when he can actually just keep us in this fear cycle, he's like, peace out. I actually don't have to do anything. Yeah. He said, I did that with by using you and your, your, your low-level thinking mm -hmm. and your pride and your ego. Mm -hmm. I can just throw those out there mm -hmm. and I can let you kill and steal and destroy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, exactly. it's more of a strategy. It's not like he's, like, walking around with a gun. It's like, no. how can I get in your thought life? How can I disrupt the way that God actually sees you and infiltrate right. a lie right. from the enemy yep. that says, actually, maybe God doesn't think this way about me. Right. And literally, like, in the last two weeks, I have found myself having thoughts that were not mine. Yeah. I know they yeah, were yeah, not yeah. mine. With. Right. I'm like, right. that is not mine. Uh -huh. That is not my thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you can take that one back <laughs> to where it was. Return to sender. Return to sender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get somebody else to do it. Right. Because it ain't me. Right. Like, and I literally was having this conversation with my best friend because I'm like, I'm going to just say this out loud to you. Yeah. Um, But I, and I was driving in the car and I, I haven't smoked weed and I don't know how long. Mm -hmm. And I had a thought mm -hmm. like, man, I'm, I'm really overwhelmed. Yeah. I feel like I would just feel a little bit better if I was high right now. Yeah. Right. And the moment the thought crossed my mind, mm -hmm. I said, that's not my thought. <laughs> I know yeah, it's not right, my thought. Right. I'm right. very well aware. Right. But, it makes that scripture that says, take no thought captive, right? It mm -hmm. like, because I know that wasn't my thought, right. but it was a seed right. that if I had have watered it with my fears mm -hmm. and my emotions and yeah. how I felt, yeah. it would have manifested into something because it only yeah. takes a decision. It, it only, only takes, takes one thought followed by a decision right. to do something that now has me completely off course, mm -hmm. off from a moment of not relying on the Holy spirit yeah, and not surrendering myself and saying, God, this is your moment. Right. This is your thing. Right. Yes. And I love this. Um, Stephanie Gretzinger did this podcast and she says like, mm -hmm. God doesn't call us to things. He calls us to himself. Mm -hmm. And I, that is freeing to me. Right? right. Because it's like, it's not like God made this huge call to say, you go be a preacher. Yeah. He actually said, come to me. Yeah. Like follow me. Yeah. And then wherever we show up mm -hmm. is based on me and mm -hmm. where I lead you and mm -hmm. then what I empower you to do. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes when we feel, just for myself, if I feel like I don't have the capacity yeah. or I feel less than to be who God, I feel like God's calling me to be, yeah. then there's like all this pressure and all this fear because I feel like I have to do it. Right, right. Yeah, and it's so interesting. So I've kind of gotten into the health and wellness space, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and learning about... <clears throat> The way that our thoughts are wired, like when we think a thought over and over, it actually becomes more ingrained into our mind. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's so interesting to think about how the enemy can actually use our thoughts because the more constantly I'm thinking, even here in this moment right now, like I have to perform or like yeah. I have to bring something because inherently I am not good enough as mm -hmm. I am. The way that God created me was fine, but I need to add a little zhuzh onto this yeah. because it wasn't quite enough. Like he gave you a lot, you know? And I think even in me, like over my life, there's been this constant thought that I have to deal with. Like he didn't make me with quite 
everything that was needed mm-hmm. to like successfully live out my life. And so everything that I do when it's like that thought is the genesis of like the way that I live and yeah. act and be, I'm agreeing in covenant to the lies of the enemy. Oof. And then that is actually having a physical ramification on my body. Yeah. And it's turning on my brain and my nervous system to stay in this place of whatever this is, is not okay. And I'm saying who I am inherently is bad. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, it's so powerful. Like you were talking about confession. I've been doing this practice every day of confessing every part of who I am to God. Mm -hmm. Like I wake up in the morning and I literally like, Lord, I confess my feet that they would walk in the paths that you have for me. I confess my shins and my knees. (laughs) Like I confess my sexuality. I confess my sexual organs, like everything, my mind, my thoughts, because when we don't take them captive, the enemy runs rampant with them. And if we're not conscious of it, then we're like, God, why did you do this to me? Why is my life not what I thought? And it's like, well, you actually might be living in the fruit of things that you've agreed to that were not of me. Because you gave it access. Because you gave it, I mean, even by saying like, yeah, I'm kind of just an anxious person. No, Right there, I am agreeing to the lies of the enemy and I'm actually allowing it to partner and have more place in my heart. God is like, no, you're not. You're not an anxious person. I didn't give you that. I gave you peace that surpasses all understanding. And told you to be anxious for nothing. (laughs) And be anxious. So I don't know where you got, I mean, I know where you got that from, but like, you know. No, that's, I love that. Man, this is so good because even though you were agreeing with certain thoughts and Mm -hmm. taking on certain identities, your body rejected it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's so crazy. I'm yeah. sorry. There'd no. be like moments in life where I'm like, I really love God. Because, right? Because what? It's Are insane. we even living? He like, created our physical bodies yeah. to like be aligned with his truth. With his truth. <laughs> and so like, it's interesting. Like mm-hmm. now I want to be like a scientist and go, how mm-hmm. many things that people deal with are actually directly connected to oh, their 100%. patterns? Yeah. How they see themselves, what they're carrying. I for sure know unforgiveness will yeah. mess up a body. Right, right. Well, and when we think of like, you know, worship, mm-hmm. I the great commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with yeah. all your soul, with all your strength. Like he actually gave us the commandment on how to be fully and wholly healthy. Wow. Like to submit every part of being like while we are supernatural beings, we live in these physical bodies, right? Like this is what we are hosting. And so by actually agreeing to what the enemy is saying and actually not living out the supernatural power that he even gave us access to and lives within us, like we just kind of succumb to disease because of and not just physical, right? Mm -hmm. Emotional, relational, like all of that kind of stuff. Like he wired us to walk in his truth. And when we don't, we see what happens. Yeah. Hey, this is blowing my mind a little bit. <laughs> it has been blowing my mind too because as I'm unraveling these fear patterns, I'm like, I'm just starting to see how much I was in my own way. Yeah. And that is freeing and then also really hard. Yeah. It's like kind of crushing too. It's kind of crushing time. too. Yeah. Because I have been the obstacle to most of my life. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And, and the other part, right, is like, also like how much more God wanted to do through you. Yeah. Right. You know, like, right. dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is challenging me. Sorry, it's taking me a minute to catch up because it's like, <laughs> yeah, man, we don't recognize 
how so many of the things that we walk through are because of us and decisions mm-hmm. that we've made. Mm-hmm. And so with you learning this yeah. and kind of embracing all of this, mm-hmm. what is your process like now? You know, like, cause you're still leading worship, you're yeah. still in those spaces. So yeah. how are you approaching it differently now with this revelation and understanding? Yeah. So one of the biggest things was like, I had chronic throat pain forever, like so painful. So when I would sing, it was always hurting and I've been, released from that and I've noticed that it comes back when I get back into this people-pleasing mentality of I have to perform yeah so now when I lead worship specifically in a corporate setting I say okay God what do you want to say and what do you want to hear because my goal as a worship leader is to take us into this place where we are meeting with the presence of God. I'm reaching out to him, reaching towards the people, and we are creating this moment. Zach Nees talks about this and how to worship a king of tabernacling with mm-hmm. God, right? Like it's not about how good I do. It's yep. not about even necessarily what words I say, right? Mm-hmm. When I put it on myself, I'm I'm getting into this place of thinking of myself as an idol. Yeah, and I begin to, sure. it's self-worship. I have to do good. People have to like me. They have to like what I say. They need to agree with what it and respond. All of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it goes out the window when I say, God, what do you want to say? And what do you want to hear? And thank you that you're allowing me to be a vessel and not just use me, but you, you want to partner with me because you love me and you love your people that much that you would allow me to be someone who leads them into this place. Yeah. No, that's so good because that my my speech goes the same way. Yeah. I'm all like yeah. I'm I've like been telling them on the podcast, like I have I have settled in my heart mm-hmm. that my highest ambition is to please God. So, so good. when I rap something, I sit in my car, the very first thing is like, God, were you pleased? Yeah. I, I could care yeah. less how many people yeah. clapped, how many people stood up, yeah. how many people said, Ooh, that really blessed me. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Because mm-hmm. if all of that happens and I leave here and he's not pleased, mm-hmm. we failed. We missed it. Because mm-hmm. what he wanted to do didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so I love yeah. that. That is, I feel like that takes the pressure off for me as well. Yeah. I, I still struggle with that preaching because I, yeah. I don't feel like it was something I wanted to do. It doesn't feel right. like something I prepared myself to do. Mm -hmm. I I didn't you know what I'm saying like I didn't go to theology school I didn't you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like that's a place where I feel like where I have to be completely dependent on God yeah and I to your point about the body I notice when I'm anxious because my I can feel it in Mm -hmm. my body and the moment I say God it's on you Mm -hmm. this is your moment yeah whatever you want to do and thank you for allowing me to be a vessel it's something I pray before I even get in those moments it's like God make me trustworthy Mm, I love that like so it, that is a heart's prayer is like make me trustworthy mm. forever wherever you will take me wherever you will use me like make yeah. me trustworthy mm. of it and I feel like in that process is stripping down yeah. like trying to please people or yeah. make people feel a certain way because I want to be trusted to say the hard things I want to be trusted mm-hmm. to say the things that I don't consider how it makes people yeah. feel was God pleased yeah and so I think that is super helpful mm. um I, love I just I want you to pray yeah. for people who are struggling with fear because yeah. it is an enemy to our faith. Yeah. And if we don't learn how to get it under submission to yeah. the word of God, mm-hmm. it will it will keep us bound. It'll keep us unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It'll also keep us from fully stepping into everything that mm-hmm. God's designed for us to do in this life. Yeah. And it steals moments from us. Yeah. It steals not just opportunities to be used by God, but you never fully 
I feel like you never fully introduce yourself to people. Mm. People never get to experience the fullness of you because you're worried right. about how they're going to receive it. Right. Instead of just saying, like, hey, I'm here. Take it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Take yeah. it or leave it. But right. I'm here. And so I yeah. feel like you never get to experience how much a gift you are to people because right. you're 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 shortchanging them uh, and experience with you. Mm. And if God allows you in a room, whether you're leading or just meeting people, yeah. it can't be diminished by fear. It has to right. be like, hey, God, you yeah. want to be in this room? I'm a vessel. Even mm. if it's just a smile and be all of who you call me yeah. to be, that's enough. Right. And if we live in fear, we never get to... We never get to be, we never get to allow people to experience all mm-hmm. that God created us to mm-hmm. be. So yeah, how do you feel so like you want to encourage people and then just yeah. pray into that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Lord, um, uh, I mean, even as Brenda just says that, God, Lord, we just want to be trusted with you. Yeah. Lord, to, to lead and to touch and to be with your people, God. Lord, I pray for um, just my friends and who's ever listening, Jesus. Lord, first of all, we we confess, God, and we repent of the lies that we have agreed with, Lord. God, for any of my friends who have just agreed with the lie that they are not enough, mm-hmm. that you do, did not make them enough, Lord. For those of us who have um, been agreeing with these thoughts of fear or self-hatred or self-loathing, Lord, for those of us who have um, attached agreement with um, we're just anxious or we're just a little more fear-ridden than other people or people don't want us around, Lord God, I just come against that in the name of Jesus and I just break off any agreements and ties that we have made, Lord. I pray, God, that Lord, your truth would just shine so brightly, God, that we would see it so clearly, Lord. God, to the depths of who we are and who we created you to be, Lord, you wired us to worship you, to be in communion, to be in friendship, to be in relationship with you. And we come against believing anything less than that. Mm -hmm. Lord God, I pray for my friends who just, they don't feel like, you love them or you see them or you know them, God. Lord, would they know, God, that you created them so beautifully, Lord. God, that you know them more than they know themselves, Lord Jesus. So in the moments and the times when they just feel like they're not enough, Lord, would they not reach within themselves? Would they reach to you, Jesus? Would they reach to the one who created them so beautifully and so wonderfully and so holy? God, we just, Lord, we agree, Lord, with who you are. God, would we believe, Lord, the truth that you have spoken over us, Lord, and would you give us the wisdom, God, to see when we are believing something that is not of you? Would you speak it into us, Lord? Mm -hmm. God, we come against covenants and agreements and lies that we have believed, Lord, for years. In an instant, God, you can break the ties that we have been holding on to for our entire life, God. And so we just come into um, your presence and we just submit who we are to you, Lord. You have made us in your sight, in your image, Lord. Would we be people that bear the image of you and your love and your strength and your might and your mercy and your grace, God, because you created us, Lord, to not only be in relationship with you, but to be in relationship with others, Lord, and to um, 
<laughs> fulfill the purposes and the plans that we have that you have given us, God. So we don't have time to be sitting here self-loathing anymore, Lord God. We want to stand in your truth and your courage and your boldness, God, and be who you created us to be. So we uh, we just agree with that right now in the name of Jesus. And we just speak healing and wholeness and peace, Lord, over each of our hearts and our minds, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So good, with so good. so good. Hey, guys, I hope that something was said today to help put your life in perspective. Here's what you want to do. You want to go tap in with Whitney right now. <laughs> Whit, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me. Whitney Wood Music is my Instagram handle. Um, and that's where I just talk all about this stuff. I have my own podcast as well, yes. Wisdom and Wellness with Wit, that Brenda is on <laughs> as well. So, yeah, all no, my resources I love, And don't, don't let y'all, don't let her try to slide out without the music. She got uh, one of my favorite songs. It's called, is it Help Me Believe? Um, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Yeah. It is, y'all. Yes. It's a banger. You mm-hmm. should go get it right now. Just, just go flood her. <laughs> just go flood her right now. Hey, guys, I need you to do me a favor. Go ahead, like, share, and subscribe. You already know we're here every single week. This is Life in Perspective. We out. <laughs>